Are you struggling with irregular periods, mood swings, or headaches, and just don't know where to go for help? Girl, I feel you, and I'm so happy you're here. I've been where you are, and I've now learned how to heal my hormones. If you are ready to finally get to the root cause of your period problems, mood swings, yes, even postpartum, and lack of sex drive, then grab your notebook and pen, or crayon if that's all you can find, and get ready to listen in. tell you something really exciting that is happening. Have you been wanting to balance your hormones, have a regular period without the heavy flow and pain, get off birth control without fear of getting pregnant and enjoy sex again? I am going to tell you exactly how you can do that over the course of 12 weeks in a super easy and simple plan. And I know you're probably thinking, okay, Dominique, but what will it cost? Guess what? For a very short time, I am lowering the cost of this program by half. This will be the lowest pricing it will be. Trust me, you do not want to miss this. The next round of hormone healing starts July 1st. Don't struggle with your hormones any longer. Go check out the show notes now and register today before this special offer is gone. I'll see you inside. IUDs. I've had so many people ask me, um, and even I myself wondered this too at one point in time. Are IUDs good for you? What are the pros and cons of IUDs? How do is how does an IUD work? Is it better than the hormonal pill? Um, IUDs are better for you because they're non-hormonal. They must be the better option if you don't want to be on hormonal birth control. And a many question, many one of the questions that many people ask me. Sorry for that stumbling over my words. One of the questions that many people ask me is when they don't want to be on hormonal birth control, they ask, is an IUD better? My answer to this is yes and no. (laughs) So yes and no. And in this episode, I am going to give you the pros and cons about IUDs. Uh, My hope is not to necessarily convert you away from using an IUD, but to help you make an informed decision so that you know all about the pros. Yes, there are some pros and the cons because there are absolutely cons to an IUD as well. My goal is to give you equality of choice, informed consent, right? This is something that a lot of... um, people are not fully informed about the medications they're taking or the things that they're taking or the birth controls that they're taking, including IUDs. So I'm hoping that this episode shines a little bit more clarity on you as you're going forward, either with an IUD or thinking about getting an IUD or currently have an IUD. So this is one thing that I make sure every single one of the women who I work with are fully informed about how their body works and how different things can negatively or positively affect their body. July 1st is when my next round of coaching starts, which is just around the corner at this point, and there are still a few spaces left. Don't wait. Go use the link below to find out more about the coaching in my show notes and whether it is right for you. Okay, so let's get into it. People don't always know, especially if they've been on it for decades, that even though an IUD is perceived to be non-hormonal, that it still actually does mess with your hormones. 
So it can, people, for example, just assume that if they have IBS or brain fog or tiredness or migraines, that it's just a part of them, a part of who they are. Oh, bad genes, they say. But they don't realize that it could be the IUD if they've been on the IUD for decades. There are cons and side effects to IUDs. There are also some pros to it. And before I get into the pros and cons, I'm just going to briefly explain what an IUD is. So what is an IUD? An IUD is, you know, it usually has chick names like Marina, Loletta, Kylina, Skyla. They all kind of sound like beautiful female names. Maybe you're thinking porn star. (laughs) Anyway, they are all use beautiful names for advertising and promotional reasons, right? To make them sound cheek rather than saying, Hey, let's just take this metal device and stick it in your body and prevent having a baby or whatever, right? They're not just going to call it the, the metal you, the copper you. No, they're, they're going to have beautiful names because beautiful names play a role on whether or not we choose to um, have something or be with something or like something. So what they do first with an IUD is they literally take, it's this little U-T-shaped thing in the metal piece and they stick it into your pelvis and then up into your uterus or womb. And there the IUD sits in the uterus and it has a string So you can feel it if you stick your finger way up there. Okay. And there are two forms of IUD, well, multiple kinds of IUDs, but two forms. Essentially there's a non-hormonal form, which is the copper IUD. And I'm going to get into that in a second. And there is the hormonal form of an IUD and the hormonal forms actually release a small continuous stream of progestin, not to be confused with progesterone. Progesterone is naturally made by your body, helps with pregnancy, helps with shedding of the uterine lining and things like that when you don't have a pregnancy. Um, Progestin is the synthetic form of progesterone. And these IUDs can last about three to seven years, um, depending on the brand, depending on your body and um, professionals and doctors guess it lets off a of a stream of about 14 to 15 milligrams of progestin um, released into you each day. Again, like I said, not to be confused with natural progesterone. And this slow, continuous stream prevents pregnancy in three ways. So first, the metal piece inserted into your uterus causes inflammation in a hostile environment that nothing wants to implant in. So inflammation fights things right? And inflammation is your body trying to reject something, to fight it, to get it out of your system. So really you're not going to get pregnant because it's going to, your body, your uterus, your womb is going to have an inflamed hostile environment. It's not going to be appropriate to start and implant an egg and start a baby and start a pregnancy. So inflammation fights things. And statistics have actually shown that some people um, actually push an IUD out of their own body. Um, and, you know, I they, there's even this thing of, you know, there is baby that, that came out that had an IUD actually attached to it. Um, so again, like anything, IUDs are not 100% effective either. So 
um, there was one analogy that a doctor explained and the doctor described it as a pebble in your shoe. So essentially if you have this pebble in your shoe and you're walking down the road and at first you feel this pebble in your shoe, right? You're like, Oh, I need to get this pebble out of my shoe. But somebody says, no, do not take it out. So you keep walking and eventually it gets inflamed. And then after it gets inflamed, you know, you start to build up a callus and you start to walk a little different and all the things until you don't really notice the pebble in your shoe anymore, but it's still there. And if the pebble in your shoe is left for years, what happens is you're going to start walking a lot differently and walking differently is going to cause problems with your ankle. And then lining up, it's going to shoot up and cause maybe problems with your, your IT band or your hip or things like that. And what's interesting is this is what a doctor described an IUD trying to be. It's implanted into your womb and your body initially is inflamed and trying to reject it because it creates an inflamed hostile environment. And eventually your body learns to adapt. Now, whether that adaptation is good or bad, is, well, there's mixed results. Some people have zero problems, but other people have a lot of problems. And some people have a lot of problems that they don't even notice, like the IBS or the brain fog or the fatigue that is just a ripple effect from the IUD and the inflammation in your womb. Um, another thing is number two, one of the ways that, um, the hormonal IUD prevents pregnancy is progesterone actually thins your uterine lining. So progesterone will thin your, will thin your uterine lining, causing it to be too thin to appropriately implant an egg and start a pregnancy. So then number three, your it, Progestin also thickens your cervical mucus and your cervical mucus acts as a barrier or a river to help sperm come in. So essentially when you're ovulating your mucus, when you're not on hormonal birth control, your mucus helps when you're ovulating, it's, it's nice and watery and it helps the sperm to go up into your, your uterus. When you are not ovulating, the mucus becomes really thick and actually acts as a barrier, preventing sperm to come through. And when you are on progesterone um, in the hormonal IUD, progesterone actually thickens the cervical mucus so that it's always a barrier and impermeable to sperm. So sperm cannot get through. So those are the three ways um, that the hormonal IUD prevents pregnancy. Then the copper or IUD has no hormone release. Okay. However, it still uses the foreign object inflammatory environment. That's its main rule of thumb. So copper is actually a sperm toxin. It kills sperm on contact. So sure, the copper IUD may be great as a non-hormonal option. However, copper does have toxicity and toxicity then affects your estrogen levels, which, so by default, even though the copper IUD is not actually, I guess, having a continuous stream of hormones into you, it is having a continuous stream of toxicity into your body on estrogen, which in turn causes imbalanced hormones. So typically you have increased heavy periods and discomfort 
during, uh, when you're on the copper IUD, a lot of people will complain about, oh, my, my period was heavier or, you know, it was really painful since the uterus isn't thinned like in the hormonal IUD, right? And your cycle signs are just signs that something else is going on. So if you're having an increased blood flow and cramping and things like that, it's because your body is telling you that something is going on that shouldn't be there right? Your body's having this inflammatory response to this toxin, to this hostile environment that you just stuck up your pelvis. So the other thing too, is you're not necessarily ovulating on the hormonal IUD. So I've heard people say, yeah, well, I still ovulate. I still get my period on the IUD. It's not necessarily a true period. It could just be a phantom period. So for example, it's, it's reduced, it's releasing the, the lining of your uterus, but there's no actual egg in it. Um, so it's also hard to tell. So some people do ovulate when they're on the IUD. Other people don't ovulate when they're on the IUD. It's just there, the results are so mixed and the studies are so mixed on this. And there really has not been enough research done on it to prove whether, um, whether or not you are definitively ovulating or not ovulating. But the, the basis is that some women seem to ovulate and other women seem to not truly ovulate, um, because everybody's body acts differently. Um, and another thing is you could even ovulate and not bleed, or you could just bleed and not ovulate. So bleeding can't necessarily be used to confirm ovulation. So that's just a little bit about what an IUD is. Now let's talk about the pros and cons. And yes, there are pros. So first pro it can provide momentarily momentary relief. So if you are somebody who's struggling with like PCOS or endometriosis and your symptoms are insane, and I've talked to many, many women who have insane endometriosis symptoms and PCOS symptoms, and they're just in pain. They're just in discomfort. And the IUD can help with momentary relief of that. I don't recommend that you stay on it forever because all you're doing is masking the symptoms and essentially making it worse. Eventually you are going to come off the IUD. You're not going to have the IUD forever. I really hope you're not on the IUD still when you are 65 years old or whatever. And you might be saying, you know, like in when you come off of it, because you're going through menopause or something, your menopause symptoms are going to be so much worse. So I don't recommend that you stay on the IUD forever, but it can provide momentarily relief, kind of like a band-aid. Sometimes, even though, you know what, band-aids aren't going to fix your problem. Sometimes band-aids are necessary to, until you can get more relief. So for example, if you are out at the park and you fall down on the ground, you need to just slap a quick band-aid on your, your boo-boo, your bleeding boo-boo, right? But then when you get home, if it's a deep enough boo-boo, you're going to take it off. You're going to take the band-aid off. You're going to wash it. You're going to cleanse it. You're going to wrap it better. You might put some anti um bacterial cream on. It's kind of the same with the IUD. For those who are struggling with major endometriosis or PCOS or painful periods and all those things, it could be a good thing to provide momentary, momentary relief until you learn to get to the root cause of why you're having your painful periods or your endometriosis or your PCOS and you can get to the root cause and heal those things. So that's one of the pros about it. Pro number two is one-tenth the amount of progesterone is in the hormonal IUD compared to the pill. So that is definitely better. There is definitely a lot less hormones in the pill, but, but don't be fooled by the low dose. It can still be systemic in your body. Your body sometimes might learn to adapt. Your body might not learn to adapt. And that could be a problem. Even small doses of hormones can cause it. 
But again, if you're looking for something, one-tenth of the amount is better than 10 tenths of amount, (laughs) 100% of the amount. Um, and the other pro is copper IUD has no, the copper IUD specifically has no hormone release, but again, as we talked about, it does use the foreign object inflammatory environment. And like we said, the copper is actually a sperm toxin. So it is great if you are definitely wanting a non-hormonal option, but it's still going to have synthetic toxicity, which affects your hormone levels. Um, so yeah, so this, that kind of leads me into the cons. The cons of IUDs is if you are somebody who's looking to get pregnant, um, you may not necessarily get pregnant right away, even after taking the IUD out because your womb has been in such a hostile environment. It's going to take some time for that womb and your uterus to heal. There's different ways to bake a cake and one person might get pregnant right away, but another person might not, right? When you bake a cake, there's so many different recipes out there. Same way with baking your baby. There's so many different ways to, you know, get pregnant post IUD and IUDs are tricky like that. Um, however, you can always tell by your mucus and temperature and other natural ways when you're ovulating. And if you're trying to get pregnant and it's very important that you want to get pregnant, it's something that's very important to you. Then it's important that you work with someone one-to-one who knows that never just assume your body is doing something. Always question the answers, always question to find the answers. I mean, and I will try to answer all of your questions in hormone healing coaching, my hormone healing coaching. Um, con number two, it is not actually 100%. So babies have been born with people on the IUD and it is kind of scary to see because you can actually see the IUD in the ultrasound. Um, and the next con, there is increased cramping and bleeding for a couple months post implantation. And I think almost every woman who has been on the IUD, especially the copper IUD will agree. Um, headaches, pelvic pain, mood swings, nutrient depletion and ovulation and ovulation, meaning like you're not ovulating such as, um, all the symptoms that go with anovulation, such as vaginal dryness and lack of sex drive are all very, very common when you're on the IUD and very rare, but I'll mention them. They are, these are the next very rare ones. You could be more at risk to have neotopic pregnancy, um, migraines and blood clots. Again, those are very rare, but I recommend that you go to iudawareness.org. It's a great resource. It's a great, um, shows a lot of research, shows you all the pros, shows you all the cons, throws you all the statistics and all the things. If you are looking for a more conform informed website. So to wrap up, there are how an IU, there are three things that you need to take away from this episode. The first one was you learned how an IUD actually works. You learned the differences between a copper IUD and a hormonal IUD and how a copper IUD and a hormonal IUD works. And you learned the pros of an IUD and the cons of an IUD. So just remember, ladies, again, there are pros, there are cons. I'm not necessarily anti-IUD. I'm not necessarily anti-Band-Aid. There is a time when band-aids are good for you, but you can't be on a band-aid forever. Your body is designed to love you. Your body tries to keep you safe as long as it can. Listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right, question it. Don't just assume it is normal because it's actually not necessarily normal. It's just common. So 
If you want to come out and hang out with a group of like-minded hormone healing warriors just like you inside the free Balance Your Hormones Facebook group, you'll get weekly tips on how to have a regular period, reduce migraines, prevent mood swings, and so much more on how to eliminate any other hormone imbalances. Join down, join now in the links below. Also, you can become an insider and get weekly emails, not just on hormone balancing, but on weight loss, exercise, and meal ideas. So definitely go sign up in the show notes below. And finally, if you're still looking for crystal clear guidance and are ready to go all in to prevent your headaches, have regular periods, and get rid of your mood swings, then hormone healing coaching is perfect for you. In this 12-week guided coaching, I am going to tell you exactly what you need to do to have regular period, to get rid of your mood swings, enjoy sex again, and recover postpartum if that's the stage of life you are in, and so much more. I make everything so super quick and easy to implement because you as a busy woman with time constraints can still have major success. Believe me, I'm a busy mom myself. When married to a military man, I get it. But just because you're busy, don't let that be your excuse to settle, ladies. The next round of hormone healing starts July 1st. That's coming right up. So go sign up now before it's too late. Link is in the show notes below. Don't struggle with your hormones any longer. I will see you inside. Did you learn something? I did learn something. Leave me a review. Leave me a review. Still looking for more help? I created a hormone balance plan that is easy, natural, and doable. Because that's what we need as busy moms. And I'm ready to share everything with you in your one-to-one hormone healing coaching. Check out the show notes for links and more details. See you inside.